This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. But where's the sweat coming from? It's coming from the back? No, it's coming from my scalp while my head is getting rammed into the wall, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Let me let me put it this way. It's a combination of sweat and tears. I think there's a whole <laughs> there was, there was a, combination. Wait a second. There was uh, a there was a group at the in the seventies called Blood, Sweat and Tears. It's perfect. Yeah. Just, they might that's be describing the title of my first porno. <laughs> <laughs> It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died, so my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom, You Sneaky Freaks. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder, You Sneaky Freaks. We're chatting about sex twice a week. Why do we do it, Mom? Why? That's a good question, because we're like bored and in quarantine. And because we get to hear excellent stories like the one we hear today from comedian Nikki Paris. He is outstanding. I, I immediately fell in love. You invited him into the family. You're planning to do a yacht trip with him. Yeah. A lot came of this interview. He's a very, very funny stand-up 27-year-old comedian. I, I don't know. Everything that comes out of his mouth turned into something funny. You immediately loved him. And I did too. I think this guy is hilarious. He's been named as one of Caroline's breakout artists of 2019. He's going to be on Audible's 2020 Pride special. And he is the host of popular podcast Daddy Issues. And I will tell you something. We get into some family dynamics in this show. Yeah, and this was literally one of the funniest episodes I think we've recorded today. And I know I say that every time, but this was hilarious. Every single thing we talked about was funny. He, we get into stuff like why he doesn't like sex, which has a lot to do with the amount he sweats. Yes, he's actually not so dissimilar from me. That's what I thought. Yeah, he. we both are having, we're averaging about one sex session a year. <laughs> I like when he called you a little sexy Jack Sparrow. Then, yeah, I like that too, actually. That's the yeah. look I'm going for. Uh, well, it's it's working, apparently. We end he, up talking about Grindr, Tinder, and Hinge and how people date differently on each of them. He also uh, talks about his biggest turnoffs, and you share about that as well. I know. I know. We kind of got a little bit on the critical side, but, you know, we're honest. You definitely got on the critical side. Well, we don't need to keep going into it. It's a very funny interview. It's going to perk your fucking ears up during these hard days, and we can't wait to give it to you. And also, after, you'll hear a fantastic Patreon bonus episode. And I have a very special announcement. We have a merch store. It is live, motherfuckers. It's so awesome. There's so there's like three or four different designs. That five, I know mother. Of. There's five. 
uh, there's so many cute designs that you could put on any kind of like material. You can make phone cases, you can make t-shirts, sweatshirts, everything. For the next few days, they're on, actually, I think it's the next two days, they're on sale. I think you get $14 t-shirts and they're high quality. It's unbelievable. You should definitely check this out. Just go to sextalkwithmymom.com and check out our merch page. Hell goddamn yes. Yes, and if you guys buy something, take a picture, put it on Instagram, and we'll repost it. All right. On that note, I think we got to let him have it, Mother. We're going to sing at the end. I know. You're setting me up to do it, and you're like, no, we're not doing it now. I, we're doing I, it on the I get- outro. I put the disclaimer out there. We're going to set it up. There you go. All right. Enjoy this I- interview with Nikki Paris. And stay tuned for the end, because I will sing for you. Let's get this party started. Nikki Paris, welcome to the show. What up? We're very excited to have you here. Yeah. I'm really excited to be here. I'm a little sad because it's making me miss my mom. But I'm going to pretend I'm a part of your family and I'm coming to Thanksgiving. So save a chair. You're coming to Thanksgiving. Let Let me ask you something. Are you quarantined alone right now? I am, and there's still a lot of personalities in this room. It's a lot. <laughs> Cam, ask him, it, ask him the question you're supposed to ask. Oh, how do you feel about talking about sex with my mom? I've never been more excited. Woohoo! <laughs> that was the best I've never answer. Been more, oh, I've never been more excited because growing up, my parents never had any sex talks with me. I thought that sex was rolling around on top of each other naked. And then there was one day in a living environment where I found out that Body parts went into one another, and I had to leave. I said, oh. I, I have to get up, and I had to leave the room, and I was disgusted. What happened? How, what, can wait. you describe this experience? And how old were you? So I was in uh, 7th or 8th grade, so I had to be like 12 or 13, and I literally thought that sex was just like rolling around on top of each other naked. I didn't realize it was body parts. I, so wait, it's we, not like that? <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> Trust me, I, I was like, I'm really great to stop, drop, and roll. The first time I, I, I wanted to have sex, they were like, not exactly. So, yeah, I, I had to leave, and I, I was very overwhelmed. I got the cold back sweat. It was like a log flume down into my, my shoes, and, I, and I've been horrified. And truthfully, I am not a very sexual person, and I'd like to be more of a sexual person. So I hope you two could help oh, me. Oh, we definitely well, what? were. That's what we're here for. When you say you, you're not a very sexual person, what, is it, what does it look like? So when I have sex, I would like to say that I'd like it to be about 60 seconds tops. And then I'm <laughs> oh, like... Oh, you're talking to the right guy. You know, really? Do we relate on that? We, well, I don't prefer to be like that. When I'm masturbating, I, I, it, it ends up being like that. Okay, but go, why waste time? Why waste time, right? <laughs> Wait, so keep going on about this because it's very interesting. Yeah, well, okay, so this is I'm basically a medical conundrum, truthfully. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't like to sweat, and I'm a sweater. So, you know, there's been times when I've had sex, and then I got a glimpse of myself in the mirror, and I thought I was Little Richard. <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> Wait, hold on. You're telling me it's all about the sweat? It's it's about the sweat, and I don't like people to see me vulnerable. That's the truth. That, so yeah. I don't like people seeing me weak. And yeah, and mostly I just lay there. I've had people had to check my pulse during sex. <laughs> you're wait, a, wait, why? You're, he's a starfish. I could see that. I, you know, when I, I exactly, the, I remember first time I was hooking up with someone, and they were the, similarly they were check, checking in to see if I was alive because I was making no sounds, <laughs> no sounds at all because I di- I didn't want to show that I was coming so quickly. I I just wanted it to avoid avoid the whole fucking thing, so. Is this similar to you? You, you, it, 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 are you worried about coming quickly, or what? What makes it vulnerable for you? 
I just want to go home. And then I realize I am home. <laughs> and then I realize I am home and I'm like, fuck. I mean, I, I don't, I think this is a real problem. I really need to be in some type of serious therapy. Okay, because- Nikki, 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 let me, let me stop you there. Have you tried like setting up a fuck den? Cam has a fuck den and I'm getting- It hasn't helped. It hasn't helped because you haven't had anybody in because you're quarantined. But if assuming that the, the, the bans have listed, lifted, what if you set up this like super romantic- like room where you have like candles and and no, the lights are dim so no one can see how much sweat. It's not about the setting. It's not I, about the just setting. Stop. It's let not... me let me hear, hear me out. You put on some good mood music. You give each other back massages. So it's not like about the penetration right away. You know, you just start like just easing yourself into it so that it's clearly it, about the connection. It's about finding the right person. Okay. But I will say as a gay man, I love shopping at Yankee Candles. So you really did pique my interest Thank you. with the candles. <laughs> have, you tried, so, have you tried the sugar cookies? I, I haven't, but I do have a, a pancake candle here that I would love to. Okay. While somebody touches my pancake, I could light a pancake candle. That's right. So, wait, so what, I mean, for you, do you identify with more of what my mom is saying? Or do you agree that it's a, it's a, a connection thing? I think it's a combination of both because, you know, for me, I live in a studio apartment. So my den would unfortunately be the left side of the room, which is a little, <laughs> but it's a start. I just had weird things happen to me in the bedroom. Like I remember, I don't like when people are rough and sexually, you know, I tend to be more of a bottom, which I, it's so awkward to talk about. I'm sorry, Karen. Oh, don't be awkward um, to talk about that. Are you kidding me? It's a highlight, of my, it's a highlight of my day. I, Go ahead. Oh, Perfect. Yeah, so I basically just lay there, and then uh, no, but there was there was just traumatic things. Like I remember, I when I was a freshman in college, I was uh, dating this boy named Mario. I probably shouldn't say his name, but sue me. I have lawyers, and um, <laughs> and I'll never forget. So we were he's doing Italian. It he, he's Italian, yeah. And the nose. I, I mean, I was attracted to the nose first because that's who entered the room first. So okay, <laughs> it was a large nose. Was did oh, he it, have a very big dick? Uh, it, it was curved. It was like an elbow macaroni, which is never great. Oh my god! <laughs> no. Yeah. So basically, now I'm now I'm in like Cirque du Soleil. I have to like maneuver on it like a fucking seesaw. So basically, we were having sex, and I, you know, I don't know what happened. He took me by the back of my head and just whipped my head, and I I had a Christopher Reeves moment. I thought that I I don't Shit. know I thought my vertebrae snapped. I oh, heard something crack, and I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And after that, I, I, I warn people now, if you touch my hair or do anything to hurt me during this, I've seen enough Lifetime movies, and I'll get you with the fucking fire poker. <laughs> Wait, no, first of all, I can see why that would be traumatic. Unbelievable. That's a horrible story. Secondly, there's another trick, I think, for anal sex, if you're a bottom. What about if you're on top and, and you're facing him? So you're still yeah. still he's going into you. Then you have more it control. It sounds like if he's got the if he's got the elbow, the elbow yeah. dick. It, well, it could even be if good. he's got an elbow dick, it, no matter what shape, it's sick, <laughs> like a sickle, whatever the fuck corkscrew it is, like just all you got to do is sit on top, so you could guide it in at your like comfort level. So you're not like now, I, fearing like what the fuck is entering me, and and you know you're not going to be relaxed. Then it's going to hurt like fuck, and who knows what he's going to do to your neck. Exactly. And that's a great idea for any other normal person, but I just need you to remember that I'm a sweater, so they'll essentially be Lake Erie underneath me if I'm I'm on top. Who cares? I'm very self-conscious. You know what a lot of people say? Wetter is better. Ooh. 
you could just treat it like squirting, you know? A lot of people aren't oh, just squirting sorry. these days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can, what about a little Manscaped product? Like the, that powder that you put on your balls? Maybe They're, They do have one. like ball deodorant. But where's the sweat coming from? It's coming from the back? No, it's coming from my scalp while my head is getting rammed into the wall, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. So why don't you wear a towel? You can wear this bandana. It's a combination. I'm this bandana I'm wearing right now. Would you mind? I don't know if you could FedEx it to my... Let me, let me put it this way. It's a combination of sweat and tears. I think there's a whole there was, there was a, combination. Wait a second. There was a, there was a group at the, in the 70s called Blood, Sweat, and Tears. It's perfect. Yeah. Just, they might that's be the title of my first porno. <laughs> Did you read my diary, Karen? No. Jesus. I've got, I, I'm channeling it. I'm channeling the blood, sweat, tears. But there's no blood, thank God. But, no, thank God. But seriously, I mean, I have a, a couple. One of my good friends, um, it's a couple. They never have penetrative sex. They just only do, um, oral, know, oral sex. It's called oral, man. Oral. Yes, I, I had a little mental brain freeze there. <laughs> Whatever was going to, I was going to say they only do fellatio, and I thought Ew, that sounds really clinical. Anyway, they only do that. I mean. I think that it's just all in your head about the sweat thing. I think kind of like, for one man's yuck, another man's yum. I mean, maybe some guys love sweaty Ugh. sex and hot and steamy, whatever. And, or what yeah. about if you take, what if you guys do it in the shower? Yeah, that, that would be, actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Speaking of manscaping, the last person I actually had sex with was Armenian. So that was basically like having sex with Cousinette. Oh, God. <laughs> How was that? Let's hear uh, let me tell you, I told him he should donate his body hair to Locks of Love. Oh, no way. Oh my no God. I said, way. I hope it was, it was pretty gross. Oh, yeah. And, well, he's our, you should write yeah, a he's book. He's Armenian. He's, these are good. These I are, should. This, this is a Wait, good but show. I'm also a business person. So I said, I hope that you shave it and make a rug. How? <laughs> Do something how, with you, that. When you met this, how did you meet this guy? Was it um, on I stage? Very, I have to tread very carefully how I set this up. All because right, just use fictitious he, places. Yeah, I met this guy at a, at a bar okay. in New York. Uh, oh God, I wish oh, I could. Okay, so you're getting so too. Most people it, don't know. Wait, you're it too specific. It wasn't necessarily through stand up. <laughs> it wasn't through stand up. I uh, wait. Met hold him on. At a bar and I was. You met him at a bar in New York. That's way too specific. <laughs> I know you're right. I'd be horrible in in a legal setting. Um, Good thing I never murdered anybody because I'd give it away so quickly. Yeah, and I, I met him from across the bar, and I was wearing a Knicks jersey like a young lesbian, and we just made eye contact, and we hit it off. Uh, and, yeah, I've been seeing him on and off for a couple of years, and he's the only person that I, I really like. Oh, but so why he has a girlfriend, just... so there's more. <laughs> That's oh. why I had to tread carefully. I didn't know he was straight. Yeah, this is this is. I'm, I'm actually writing a Lifetime movie very similar to this. Wow, Ooh, Nikki, it's, that's pretty fascinating. This is not. This, we've we've heard this before, though. We've had other people on the show that have been in like the, the opposite situation where they're with a um, uh, in, they're with a monogamous partner, but he, the the guy also likes women, so it. it uh, it got a little crazy there. I have the best test to find out if somebody's gay. If you guys want to use it, I'll tell you my secret. So it works every time. If you're not sure if somebody's gay, you're in a, you just say, look at your phone. You go, oh, my God, Cher died. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you just let it sink to see the reaction. So oh. I was out at a bar one time. And <laughs> That's my a friend horrible thing, was, though. Met this guy at a bar. This guy was so gay. He made me look butch. And I said, I said, Angelina. 
I mean, this guy shits condoms. Let's be real. <laughs> so I, I did the trick. I just looked at my phone. I went, oh, my God, Cher died. The conversation turned. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Five seconds later, he goes, I'm Googling it. Nothing's coming up. Bingo. Game over. There okay. it is. I don't know. If you said Cher died to anybody, Cam, would you be freaked out if Cher died? Nah, not really. I but would, would you emotionally I, react? I would not emotionally react. Nick, it would not be an emotional reaction. Nikki, because a closeted right. gay guy would go, "Oh no, what happens with it, her wigs?" You know, there'd be more follow-up <laughs> questions. You're absolutely right. I mean, have you seen the Cher Broadway show? I Wait, haven't, but I, I would like to. Did you? Yes, awesome. <sighs> it was awesome. It actually debuted in Chicago. I saw it there. It was great. Um, <sighs> but there was a ton. I would say, good seventy percent of the audience was. Absolutely, the gayest gays of gays. So let me ask you something. So it, yeah, the gay community is, you know, known for being, you know, very sexually open and and sometimes considered promiscuous. How does it feel being part of this community and yet not necessarily having those same, uh, you know, inclinations? I feel like a three-legged freak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so do you meet guys at bars and they're like, "What the fuck's wrong with you"? They do. They're like, you know, am I going to be able to go? You know, a lot of people try to pick me up and go home with me, and I'm. It's definitely not happening. I <laughs> like to hold out for. I have sex like once a year. Like technically, my my negligee could be the set of Charlotte's Web. So I need oh, to. We're not too dissimilar. We're not too You're dissimilar. Very similar. You are so how, similar. I don't, how do I not believe that? Is that really true? It yes. is true. You're very charming. Is, thank you. It is very true though, because I I find it very hard to trust someone enough to actually involve them in my life and then because it's never just a one and done it's always yeah. it's a one and then years done you know it, it's, <laughs> it's very, there's always very drama hard. afterwards yes there's drama there's risk with the diseases now there's a virus <laughs> why well, the fuck am i ever gonna get laid wait nikki's face what <laughs> that's exactly how i feel that's my biggest fear is getting an std well oh, i yeah. i would say mine too <laughs> okay. so i mean you're not that what? if you wear a condom, you're not that at risk. Well, for uh, herpes, ex- yes. except for herpes. So, and I'm, when I kiss somebody, I'll ask. Want to talk about killing the vibe? <laughs> when I meet somebody at a bar and I'm thinking about making out, there's a questionnaire. Because in my head, I'm like Rihanna, so I think I could get away with the questions, <laughs> and it kills the mood every time. I think you could. But I ask, "Have you ever had a cold sore? Have you ever had an STD? Because I, I want to <laughs> know. <laughs> You're gonna mess you up kiss? my face." This is all I have. This is all you got. You don't want a big, big ass herpes sitting on the bottom of your lip, right? I have enough problems with the adult acne. I don't need a cold sore on top of it. So, would you like to be in a relationship right now, or you hundred percent, hundred percent, no, hundred percent, especially with the studio right now being? Are you completely quarantined? Are you seeing anyone? Um, I'm seeing a lot of drive-through workers. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. But are you lonely over there? Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of lonely, but at the same time, I, I, I would, you know what it, I, I do, ugh, I, when I watch a lot of romantic movies, I cry because I feel like I'll never have that. And then when I'm like working out and I'm here and I'm, you know, doing this right now, right now I'm so happy being alone. But when I get in bed at night and I'm alone and I put on a Lifetime movie like An Amish Murder, which should have won an Oscar, by the way, part of me is like, wow, I wish I had somebody to wipe my tears because I'm very lazy. I don't like to move. Oh my God. Yeah, like, fucking hilarious. Yeah. Okay, all right. Let, let's. I'm really broken. So, so there's a part. You're of, not really broken. No. I'm, I'm literally sitting here, and I'm older than you. So I've been doing this for years. 
longer than you have, unfortunately. Yeah, I have a question for you about that. How old are you and what's your zodiac sign? I'm 27 and I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like a, really... the beginning of an AA meeting or something like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, was just I trying don't to even know what Capricorns really mean. Very I just hard think workers. It means... I mean, they, yeah. it, it's like the mountain goat that climbs the steps, you know. So it could be that, you know, you're just, you're just not going to settle for less. I mean, you're just. Gonna... I've been told I have the body of a goat, too. So it <laughs> seems about right. The body of a goat. What, what, what does yeah. that mean? The goat body. I'll let you draw your own conclusions. Okay. All right. All right. So, all right. We got you. So this as is, a, go ahead. This Kim. is what I've been experiencing recently. I'm walking around. I, I take some walks during the day because I get cooped up in the box over here. He also has a studio, by the way. I'm okay. listening to these couples. Some of them are even fighting in the houses. And I, I hear them fighting and I'm like, at least they're talking to someone. Uh, and I'm literally craving when I hear these people on their porch and they're talking to their neighbors. I'm like, I would love nothing more than to, to be in a situation like this. This. All right. Because speaking from a different perspective, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. I, OK, I'm aware of this. Nikki, I have uh, I'm living with a guy for 12 years and <gasps> we're in a one bedroom apartment. So it can be a little testy at times because but, but, we're very vocal people in general so it, it's it be careful for what you wish for sometimes well, that nice I'm solitude saying, is nice too I, I, there's pros and cons to both actually this came up recently in a in a meditation class i was taking but this is all to say i've never desired being in a relationship more than i have recently because of this quarantine and it's raised a lot of questions related to well what is preventing me from being in that relationship and in right. the past you know it's very much I'm always just prioritizing my career or my education over like a, a sub uh, subpar relationship. Like if I don't know if it's going to be the one, I'm like, why are we wasting our time over here? Does this resonate with, with you or no? A hundred percent. I feel like time is, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. So, you know, I, You're a puppy. I, I used to You're look a little pup. I used to look like I just had my quinceanera, so I've definitely <laughs> aged. So, you know, I feel the same way. I feel I, I relate with you that with you on that because I feel like if you're not somebody that I want to give all of my time to, I feel like I'm wasting it. Yeah, right. Espe- I think especially I hate in the this texting. career. Yeah, you're, exactly. You're, you're pursuing career in comedy. Yeah. There's no end point. It's infinite how much time you can invest in this shit and in where it will lead to. You try to get control of it by how much time you're putting into it. Does this resonate or no? A hundred percent. And if I, if I could give you number 75 of why I cry alone at night, you know, <laughs> it's very hard to date when you're a comedian. Like I've had people on Tinder, like yeah. I have a very discreet profile. And when people find out that I'm a comedian, they're like, eh, I'm not, I'm not interested. And that, and that really hurts. Why are they Because in my head, I, because I think it scares people, and I have a very strong personality. In my head, I think I'm like a Julie Andrews, but I'm not. Wait, what part? <laughs> why, why Julie Andrews? Just because I pick... Well, that's what I like to con- compare myself to in the bedroom. Picture Julie. You're not going to picture Julie swinging from a sex swing. No. Or, you know, getting pounded out. No, that, she's, in like the, she's, she's in Sound of Music romping in the meadows with her little it, you know, children. And that's what I can s- compare myself to in the bedroom. I essentially am just very... Pure and simple. So are you looking for like a butch kind of guy? Are you like a are you like a sub and you're looking for a dom or are you the dom and looking for the sub? 
I'm looking for somebody to pay for my dinners at the Cheesecake Factory and <laughs> you saw- whatever comes whatever comes after that. No, I would like somebody. I like more, you know. I'm very straightforward. I'm, I'm Italian. I'm from New York, so I'm very you know to the point. And I would I need to find somebody that is more aggressive than me, <laughs> which is hard. Okay, so that's what you're looking oh, for. You're looking for a dom, but you don't want to be dominated. Yeah, and tr- see, you could see the the conflicting the, what I was talking about. Yeah, because I, you know, if somebody's like get down and do this, I'm gonna say fuck you. Yeah. All right. I, I don't. I, I'm a celebrated entertainer by me and my grandparents. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm a celebrated entertainer by him. Yeah, by a, him, and, you forgot it. By him and his grandparents. And yes, and now right. and now the two poters over here. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Not all the poters, yeah, so just the two. Yeah. Well, the other ones, yeah. the other poters don't know you, but the two of us know you, and we are yes. celebrating you We're as, celebrating. As, an, yeah. as an entertainer. But I also, I might, love you too. I have a suggestion oh, for you. Uh, we love you too. I can tell you right now. I always fall in love. Not always. Most of the time, I fall in love with our guests, but I'm really in love now. Okay, just <gasps> tell it, throw it out I there. Feel the same way. And I, I feel like you and Cam, when you get lonely, should call each other or zoom we each could other, call each other, or FaceTime. You know, and then you both in your little little caves, your little little buck dens. <laughs> you could talk to each other. You can you could tell each other bedtime stories, and then it's all good. You get a good you get a good laugh, and then you can you, you can masturbate on your own. You don't need to have a partner, and everybody's happy. How's that for a solution? Cam, my number is seven one eight. Done, done. I will wipe your tears. Oh. Virtually. Oh, he's a good. You let he's, me know. Have, he's good with that, by the way. He's good with the tear. Yeah, working. Cam, you look a little bit like a sexy Jack Sparrow today. So <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I, that's what that's the look I'm going for. Actually. Well, you achieved it, Cam. Thank you. That's yeah, the, really. That's the goal, honestly. Can you describe what you're wearing, Cam, and so the people that aren't able to see it's this? It's called can... "I Haven't Showered in Eight Days." <laughs> oh gosh, Hi. you have just look lost Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what it is? I I shower daily. But I don't know how to keep shampooing my hair without it falling out. Okay. So I just stop shampooing after a while. And so then you just stick a bandana on your head like Jack Sparrow in uh, exactly. what, the Pirates of the Caribbean Part 4. Yes. It looks great. It Thank looks you. great. That's, that's how you get the Jack You're Sparrow welcome. look. He didn't, that's right. I guess he didn't uh, shampoo his oh, head. Oh, and, there, and there's a market for that. Trust me. There's girls who are really in, into – I don't know if you have both of your legs, but if you lose one, <laughs> there's a fetish for that. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank, thankfully, he has both. It is funny <laughs> that I'm presenting as a dirty fuck because I I prefer He's a germaphobe. being with someone who's clean. Yeah, I'm a, kind of a germaphobe. Yeah, didn't you once Same. have this girlfriend who like you had sex with? Her I don't know if we were. Day? I don't. I don't think that this is a good oh. topic. Okay. I think it cut us off right there. Okay. That was I couldn't think of a. I couldn't think of a better topic, but sure. <laughs> it, it involved. It involved hygiene. It going on a it, going on a date with someone and. Uh, finding out that she was covered in vomit from the night before. <laughs> oh, okay, no. Okay, in fairness, it was college, you know, college. You do yeah, it was. Karen, did you see my ears perk up? I was like a little bird on perching <laughs> over. I was like, go on. <laughs> it's not good. It was not good. Not good. She ended up being a very cute, fun girl, but I couldn't get over the vomit. Yeah, the, yeah mean, until she hurls. Oh, yeah. God. That's it. That, that is a buzzkill. Oh, major buzzkill. Oh. oh. Yeah, I, I could see that, though. I was dating somebody, <laughs> another person in college, and can I tell you, I mean, not covered in throw-up, but when I tell you, when I looked in his ear, it's going back to candles, <laughs> it was like a Yankee candle. No. And I'm oh, like that. Oh, oh. I look at everything. I make sure the fingernails are What clipped. about the teeth? 
Oh. The teeth, <laughs> I want to know that you're flossing and using a pick, not one or the other. Yeah, but a lot of the guys that are my age when I was single, they don't even have a lot of their teeth. They're like, you know, you're looking on the side and they're missing a couple. It's disgusting. It's just like I, I, I couldn't know. get over that. I mean, I, I don't How, mean to well, be what mean. Do you, they, they could have had no, implants. No, no, no. It's, it's, not, it's not called being mean. It's called having standards. And I'm glad that you are honoring your own. So what do you do when you see a guy that's missing teeth? You're, are you like, here's a chiclet, pop it in? Yeah, basically, I would, at, at that point, I was like trying to have him turn to a different angle so I could do, see the other side just to make sure, like, you know, I could focus on that and try to defocus on that one that's missing a couple of teeth. Oh, like, it's all I focus it, in. It, it's, it's, you cannot not focus on that. It's like you, you immediately oh. zoom into it and you can't get out. You know, oh just my God. Yankee Candle earwax. I mean, there's just, uh, oh. The body I, shaming that's going along here. Why is that body is, shaming? Uh, why is that body shaming? If I think you don't, that it's body everybody's shaming. Teeth are capable. considered part of the okay, body. Okay, but everybody's capable of taking a Q-tip and sticking it in their ear and pulling some waxy shit out. Okay. And not even that. If you're not going to use a Q-tip, you have the audacity to put your head on my pillow and sleep the night. Second so I don't night. know what type of I don't know what type of kernels are falling out oh. around 3 a.m. Oh. So that's what I'm saying. My mother, <laughs> it was my freshman year of college. My sweet mother was nice enough to buy me these sheets from linens and things. And you don't even have the respect. <laughs> Is that even in business anymore? And that's what I mean. I, I, this podcast is an homage to Lennon's and things. <laughs> Mother, I have discovered camming, and I'm never going back to porn. Wait, you're, you're camming? Cam is no, camming? No, I'm not camming. No, but there is a website called mygirlfund.com, and it allows you to form a virtual relationship with sexy women. Yeah. And you can cam with them. You can message them. You can share photos and videos. You create a virtual relationship. Even if you're a couple and you always wanted to try a threesome or a foursome, do it virtually with MyGirlFund.com. MyGirlFund also makes sure that the female members control their exposure. They decide who they want to connect with. They control what they want to do to interact and what to charge for these interactions. And right now, they are trying to help the women on their website by giving a $50 bonus to all women who sign up during April and reach $500 in contributions. Cam? Yes? I'm thinking of doing this. Right now, you can join MyGirlFund.com for free, and for a limited time, you can become a lifetime premium member for less than $5 when you visit MyGirlFund.com slash mom. That means you get discounted credits and bonus interaction features for life when you go to mygirlfund.com slash mom. You'll help our show. You'll help yourself. It's a win-win-win. So I'm like that. Wait, and I I want to address the teeth issue. Okay, I get it if you have no money. You used to do crystal meth. You recovered and you lost some teeth. I get that. And I I would probably be okay with that if I was in love with the person. But... This guy had a lot of money. He wasn't a meth head, and he just didn't bother getting implants when he could have. Okay, he so spent money on negligence. cars and all the other shit, which don't mean jack diddly, but to put in a couple of implants on the side, even if they're expensive, if you got some cash, you should be doing that. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That's how I feel because you know, there's I have some rich friends that are like that too. You know, you should like that I wear Dockers. You really shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, we have to look at you. Ah, Dockers. Well, wait. What about what are those called? Those. Uh, the rubber ones? The corduroy? No, the rubber ones. The rubber shoes. Uh, uh, the Crocs. Crocs. Can you ever date a guy with Crocs? All right. I, oh, I hope no. this doesn't change your opinion of me. I have Crocs. Why? But only because. 
Yeah. What are you I do. gardening? I do. What are you doing? J- yeah, I told you I was a lesbian. No, I um, I I, I basically have my Crocs. Uh, yeah. Just when I really get out of the shower, I would never leave the house. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Leaving the house with Crocs. I'm not talking I about. I think they're great. Right. Oh, oh pri- yeah. I, no, I don't I, have I, any Cam, Crocs. Cam, I don't have any Crocs, Crocs, but I feel like out on a date. Cam, we know you're straight. You don't need to confirm with us that you wear Crocs <laughs> out of the house. We know. I don't even own them, but if, uh, trust me, I'd be wearing them all the fuck. I actually think I might invest in some. No, there's some cool ones. Wear I feel like out. Post Malone. Post Malone like came out with a few Crocs. Like there's if you spend the money on the on the nicer ones, they're not as bad. But if you're wearing and if uh, this Karen, it sounds like this guy wears like the ones from like Marshalls. Yeah, that's a disgrace. I don't even know where they're from. Who knows? It's disgusting. Are, no. it, How much it are you spending disgusting. on your Crocs? Um, I don't. I think they were like seven. You spending seventy dollars I, I got a, at Crocs? Yeah, I have a spending problem. <laughs> I don't know if you want to discuss that too, but yeah, I, yeah. Well, well yeah. what's going on with that? Let's let's do some budgetary constraints. Well, you know, like I said, I don't have a boyfriend. I work twenty five thousand jobs. Still, I, I feel like I'm working more. So when I found out this quarantine was going to happen, I bought myself a Louis Vuitton backpack. That's a, just what? That's that's awesome. Yeah, Why? It's he's sitting right there. It was a lot you of money. You can't leave the house. Well, what do you need a backpack for? Well, in case he that's had a, to leave the a, house, he's going to leave in style. Right. I don't Is, I, honestly, Cam. I, I don't have an answer to that. And now that I think, that, now that you know, it wasn't I fiscally. Saw the bill, it wasn't fiscally it wasn't, responsible. No, I, I wish Susie Orman would have gave me a call. So, <laughs> so is it self-soothing? What is that? Yeah, that is yeah, one of the funniest things I've ever heard someone do in an impulse buy ever. Okay. Yeah, it's it's right here. Do you want to see I it? I do. Okay, I'll let later. I'll let later. Because oh, okay, he's going to show it to us. Oh, there it is. You're talking. It's still in the bag. It's I told you I live in a studio. It's two feet away. <laughs> it it you wait. Hold on. It, oh. it, the bag is in a bag. In a box. In a bag. It's a gorgeous. Yeah. It's a gorgeous. Gorgeous. I mean, so it's just you know, gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. Thank you. It's all I have because I've been alone for 27 years. It's all you have because you you. <laughs> I love that you keep it in a box in a bag. I, I don't know. Yeah. What's the because purpose he just got of it. the bag? This is a recent purchase, obviously, and he wasn't sure if he's going to keep it. That's what's going on. I, that is so sweet of you to come to my defense like that. I, I eat a lot of Taco Bell rapidly, so sometimes there's lettuce in the air. I can't take the chance that part of the Crunchwrap Supreme is going to land on the backpack this soon. Unbelievable. Okay, so you, you decided to g- give up nutritious food for this backpack. <laughs> basically <laughs> i have to tell you it's i've been praying not to get um praying not to get coronavirus when i really should have been praying not to become a diabetic with the way I, i've been yeah. eating. <laughs> so, so oh describe God. like your typical day so i wake up in the morning and the first thing i do is look in the mirror to make sure that i haven't lost any more hair and then <laughs> so far you <laughs> cam would you agree yes same yeah everybody on on my Everybody on my mom's side of the family, my mom's dad has his full head of hair. Oh, then you're done. Uh, you're done. Say no more. That's you yeah. So that's my he, he was my favorite relative of for that reason alone because <laughs> I'm because I'm vain. And then I, you know I work out. I answer some emails. Um, and then I'll eat lunch. And then I, I I like to read all the tabloids and all the magazines. So I like to I like to you know like to know what's going on. And then I'll do a little bit of reading. Um, but I work during the day. Um, <clears throat> different like podcast things. I've been filming a lot of sketches and then it's time for dinner. And lately I've been watching The Crown because I always wanted to be royalty and that never happened. So um, I'm living through The Crown. And then I, I go to bed, <laughs> smoke a little weed 
and then I wake up and I do it all again, and it's pretty miserable. I think it sounds like a wonderful life. <laughs> Thank you. I, I think it's, you got all kinds of healthy, healthy things going on. You enjoy, you're you're pampering yourself. You're, you're you're doing what you need to be doing, and you got so your I'll, Louis to keep you company when you know you're da- down and out. You just take a look in the corner there, and there it is. That that there's Louis, the only man I have. <laughs> So let me ask you something. So it's not a it's not a matter of being asexual over here. No. It so you got the sex drive. It, it are, have you been in therapy for this before or no? Um my my therapist told me I'm in therapy right now actually. I don't really have any serious problems. I think I just like to talk about myself. So she thinks that I'm too picky. And she, which really hurt. I was like Excuse me, Sharon, you know, but I, I'll tell you, I'm at that age where I was like 21. I was like, I'm really hot. And now I'm 27. I'm like, I'm not as hot as I thought. So, <laughs> Wait you know, a there's not re- you, you are adorable. Th- Sp- thank you. It's good a, lighting. A, a, a unbiased um, perspective. <laughs> thank you. I think you're adorable. And, I have a ring light on, but thank you. Oh, I do too. <laughs> of course, Cam does not. I can I tell you. Not. Anyway, that we have to talk ring here. lights later. But anyway. The point is that you should be picky. You should not settle. You you should yeah. not be in relationships that are toxic. And so you you'll wait till you find the right one. You know. I, you know that's how I feel. But let me tell you, every year goes by, and I've been watching the years go by, and I'm like, you know, all right, maybe I should. But here's the thing: the people that find me attractive are typically not attractive. <laughs> No, it, it's it's actually like, and I'm not trying to be sound like a dick, but it actually is pretty offensive because I'm like, wait, you think we're in the same league? <laughs> like people that are missing limbs and not that there's anything wrong with that. I know <laughs> I already mentioned, but you know, it's, it's really, it's been grounding when I see the people that are interested in me and I'll sit at the, and I think it's because I'm intimidating, but I'll sit at the bar all night. The only person that wants to talk to me is the bartender, and he's gonna, and he only says, "Do you want to close your tab?" That's all I hear. <laughs> Wait, are you trying to pick people up at the bar? I will never talk to somebody first for my own insecurities, so I just stand there and I wait and I collect dust. And I oh, collect dust. Oh, what oh, about oh. the apps? Are you on the apps or no? Yeah. Um, well, I'm actually on Tinder. Um, I'm not on Grinder. I've had people use my pictures on Grinder, which is weird but flattering. And <laughs> yeah. It is, you, it is kind of like I, I have people using my pictures all the time. They're like, oh, I hate to tell you, but your picture was on, uh, you know, Friend Finder. Your picture's on uh, Plenty of Fish. I'm like, tell me more. I mean, if I'm. Did it freak you out a little bit? I'm flattered yeah. because I'm a narcissist, but also freaked out. I'm not freaked out at all. <laughs> Who gives a flying fuck? And they're like, I know you're going to try to do fix this. I'm like, nah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry someone's getting catfished into buying something that they shouldn't. But, you know, hey. I just don't want people to see it online and think that I'm like role playing as like the baker and the customer, you know, or something. That was a weird scenario, but you know what I mean. Like what? I just don't want people to think. I don't know. What does that mean? That you're playing both the person you're trying to pick up? I no no. no. I just don't want people to see this picture that's not me, and this person's like selling that they do all these things, and oh, you know, I see, I see, people. Th- yeah, and people think that I'm doing all these kinky things when I'm really just sitting here reading and making some Earl Grey tea. <laughs> It's funny. The, the picky thing is exactly what my mother has been saying for years about yeah. me. Yeah, he's he's he. I want. I don't. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> say he's too picky. I'm just going to say he is picky. I picky. I agree. But with But I'm that. on Tinder. But, but you know what? Keep your options open. And if you want to have like casual friendships or basically friends with benefits, do that. And yeah. when it comes to relationship, when the time is right, you're not that old. You're a young pup. 
So when the time is right, it's it's right. Same with camp. I mean, literally, what is the hurry? You got like, let's just say that you live to be a hundred, okay? If Corona doesn't get us all before then, let's say the average <laughs> lifespan is a hundred. You're not even like third away through your life yet. I mean, you got plenty of like time. A general, there's a general biological push, I think. Well, if you want to have kids, I don't even think about that. I think it's just like a, a bodily need to so, be with someone else. Okay. So you, Do you feel that? I, no? I could see that. Uh, it, it comes and goes, but yes, I can, I can relate to that about maybe between 7 p.m. and midnight. Yes, yeah, th- that's exactly the bodily need I'm referring to. Are you yes. on any of the dating apps? I'm on Hinge. Oh, that's a good one I, he- I hear. Hinge, they just in- installed this fucking little button that says, um, are, are you ready, yes or no, to start a, live, uh, a video chat, a video date? I think that's pretty cool. I fucking, every goddamn person I talk to, I put, yes, I'm ready, 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 ready. <laughs> He's ready. You're no ready. No one's ready for me. No one's ready. No one's accepting. That just means they're, sh- they're shy and, and not comfortable on camera. Or are not ready for such a man. Yeah, oh, that's it. You're right. That's what that's it is. Exactly. They're not ready for Jack Sparrow yet. They have, <laughs> I have not like said anything to them, and I'm already saying I'm ready for a date. But I would throw this well, out there really to sweet. our listeners. If you guys can relate to Nikki and Cam's dilemma about am I too picky or am I just being, what would you call it? Uh, about, if we got deep problems. If, yeah, or that, you know, you've got these uh, <laughs> what, what fear of commitment issues or whatever cycle bar jargon you want to put on it. Right in. Right How in. screwed up do you think we are? How screwed? <laughs> it's it's yes, yes, text mom. Yes, text but mom I, is our but, number. But I do like Tinder, actually, because I am on Tinder, and I feel like Tinder is, like, the just the tip of dating apps because it's not, like, on Grindr, like, you could see somebody's asshole before lunch. Like, oh, God. See, I've never seen a, I've never seen a Grindr in, like, a, a profile Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's like, horrible. Like, give us an example. Of what, what, what does it look like? Hey, I'm 2,000 feet away from you. I'd love to eat ice cream out of your asshole. <laughs> does that turn you on? No, I, I'm like I'm lactose intolerant. I don't even I don't even want on my inner. I'm lactose intolerant because I I feel like Tinder. You see more of like it's more of like ease back. Like on Tinder, you'll see the gay guys like you know hiking or at a picture with their nana at the share show. That's like more of my speed. Like I don't need to see you sitting on you know a twelve speed dildo. I'd rather see you <laughs> Wait, being wholesome. People have pictures of themselves with their grandma at, at yeah at, on Tinder. At, <laughs> to you in a Broadway show? No, I have a picture. I could. I I probably does it make sense if I show it to you? It's a picture of me in the water in Hawaii. It's a picture of me at a panel and a picture of me and Betty who we were on a show together and I cropped her out. But my arm looks very dikey, so I left it. <laughs> I like those pictures. I don't. I well. I have problems when people put pictures of like themselves with sunglasses, so you can't see their eyes, or if they right. have a picture of themselves with a a yacht. You know who needs to know about your fucking bullshit? I want a, the pompous, condescending ass elitist that wants to show off the goddamn boat. I want to see you. All, all of my true. pictures right now. It's a series of me Clowning. alongside alongside a couple making out so see, cam, <laughs> cam funny. it's funny yet it's it's a little confusing i would think because that person is looking at that is going to think you're into throuples karen i will go back to the yacht comment yes. i mean it, it is condescending but i do have to think 
I like to think ahead. So I was, would think that if I'm going to slip and fall somewhere, if we went on a date, maybe I slip and break my neck on the yacht. Next thing you know, it's our yacht. Oh, <laughs> we're talking lawsuit. I see. So, so you are. I'm saying the three of us on a tropical vacation. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Don't rule it out. I, 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 and not during the corona time. No, 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 no. After next summer, I, I'm going to hold you to that. And if I see anything in the news about some some poor 27 year old adorable little Italian outspoken guy that happens to have a you know just inherited a nice yacht, how big? Oh shit! We're talking about like a 90 footer or something. Yeah. What would you name your What would you name your yacht? Probably Nikki Paris. After yourself, <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be something way is, funnier than that. Is that right? your stage name, by the way, or is that your given name? That is my uh, stage name, but um, it's going to be my legal name very soon. I'm I'm applying to. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. How did you decide on that name? Well, when I was in college, I had a lot of underage drinking photos that I wanted to hide from the college I colleges I applied to. So <laughs> I don't even know how it started, but I put Nicholas Paris on all my college applications and I started getting mail as Nicholas Paris and then it just kind of stuck. So <laughs> is it because you want to go to Paris one day? It's a lot of people think I, they were like, um, a lot of people like, Oh my God, did you pick it after the Hilton sisters? I was like, okay, first of all, if I was going to pick a pair of sisters, my name would be Tia Tamara. <laughs> so you think I'm going to oh, pick Paris and Nikki? <laughs> Come on. That is hilarious. It could have been one of the Kardashians. Oh, I, I met Kim. Ooh. A couple years ago. Do tell. That, that butt. That butt, let me just tell you, it was like the guy that I slept with Mario's nose. If they got together, oh. they would basically be a transformer. Her <laughs> butt was so huge, so huge. And what? I have a little brother with special needs. So she was all over him and she was kissing him, Aww. kissing his face. I was like, do you know where that mouth has been? Oh. And I love her. Oh, my God. Your poor brother. Love her. <laughs> was she gorgeous in person? Beautiful. I thought we looked a little alike, but probably not. Except for the mustache and the beard. Identical. Right. Her, identical. Her beard is downstairs. I doubt it. <laughs> Big doubts. I know. True. I know. Same. Hey, do you want to play Mom, Don't Ask It? Oh, I, I forgot about this. Okay. Da, 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 da. This is the segment of our show where my mother asks you all the questions a mother is not supposed to ask someone. Uh, for those of us who okay. aren't on Zoom and would like to see what I am or imagine what I'm holding, it's it's a it's a top hat and inside are folded little pieces of paper with pre uh written questions or comments for things that you would never ask a mother would never ask you, and I'm of course gonna ask you. Are you ready to play this game? I'm ready. Okay, this is a good one. What's the kinkiest thing you've done, and would you do it again? <clears throat> the kinkiest thing? Oh, God, I'm so embarrassed to even say this, but how could I even lie? One time I had sex in the woods, which was horrible. That's probably the kinkiest, which is so boring and generic. But for me, I'm afraid of Lyme's disease, so it, it is pretty kinky to me. And, and, and were you thinking the <laughs> same a thing? danger element. Cam, you know you were thinking the same thing, Cam. When he, said, when he said forest, you thought Lyme disease. I did not, but I have been concerned for Lyme disease in the past. Did it, it, Some people I, are like, look at that nice park. Little did they know what was going on. <laughs> uh, okay. So was it the other guy's idea? Yeah, we were on a, on a hike, and I was bamboozled. How? Did he say, like, look down like, at that know, mushroom when you were... No, you know, he was like, you know what would be fun? And I think we had a different idea of fun. Because I was like, have a picnic. I was like, have a picnic? No. So you went for it. I went for it, and... 
Yeah, and that's and now I have shingles. Oh, <laughs> right, and so the whole time we were completely paranoid about insects and all kinds of critters. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm terrified of insects, and and in my head, you know, my ego, I'm like, oh my god, there's probably a plane overhead. Like, look what's going down beneath us. But yeah, not fun. I didn't even ask. Where are you located? I live in L.A. Perfect. Yeah. You're, you're ready for your friendship? I'm ready to cultivate the friendship that... Uh, oh, I'm we, ready. Yeah. We're going to be going out. And I'll introduce you to my other friends that I've met on this podcast. I would love that. Well, I'm the oldest living millennial, so most of my friends are around your age. <laughs> would you agree, Cam? Yes, that is entirely true. By the way, starting today, you can now get an oldest living millennial t-shirt on our website's oh, merch yeah. store. Yeah. Today is the Check launch out of the sex- merch store sextalkwithmymom.com to see that new merch. Yep. And Cheap I, t-shirts. Yeah. They're on sale right now. For I think you get it for $14 or something. And they're and really nice quality cute. t-shirt. Very cute sayings. Really cute designs. Unbelievable. What more would you want? And if people would buy them and take pictures of them and put them on Instagram, we would repost them. That would be so fun. You're I fun. want one. Aww. Yes, buy one. I'll buy one. Yeah, I'll buy one. I would love to. I'll send you a PDF of my book that just launched on Monday. <gasps> you ready? I'm ready. Fuck games, date cougars. Stop it. <laughs> yes. Uh, working on it for a couple of years. Chock full of different um, people's perspectives about the relationship. I have comments. I have personal stories. It's, it's, uh, it's got a lot of tips, too, for dating that younger man or older woman. Or, in your case, big age gap differences. Listen, I, I'm, I've told you we're friends now, the three of us, but to prove my friendship to you, if this book doesn't become part of Oprah's book club, I'm going to kidnap Gail because I'm a friend and it. I'm going to hold her for ransom yes. until it, it's added. I think that you should, I would love that to become a, a real thing. That is hilarious. <laughs> do you go for, do you go for the large age gap relationships? Me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I liked my ideal age is between 30 and 40 because you're in a different part of your life. You should be financially more secure, but you can't be so old that like I bring you out and people are like, why does your date have osteoporosis? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, it needs to be socially acceptable. All in right. Terms so of age. you like cougars is what you're saying. Yeah. I like it. I, do. I like it. I heard you, you hit a phenomenal story for uh, Don't Tell Mom or what is this show? Don't Tell My Mother. Yes. Yes. Well, can you give us a little taste of what that's about? Absolutely. So it's going to be coming out in June uh, as part of Audible's Pride special. So um, I was on the show in L.A. with Terry Hatcher and Bobby Burke from Queer Eye. Yeah, and everybody got to tell a coming out story. So I won't tell you the whole – I'll condense it. I'll give you the Spark Notes version. Uh, So basically I – you know, I'm Italian, but I, every, I'm from Staten Island. A lot of my friends were Irish, so St. Patrick's Day was a really big deal. I was in Peter Pan, which is my school play, you know, in case I wanted to prove that I'm gay. There you go. Um, <laughs> what part did yes. you play? Well, I wanted to be Peter, but the score has to be written by a woman, so I was Michael with the top hat. <laughs> Not my best, my best look. Oh, so we cut school, went to the St. Patrick's Day parade, and we were so gay that we went back to school for the dress rehearsal because the show was the next day. So we smelled like alcohol. The assistant principal called all of our mothers. Everybody else's parents were fine. My mom made me drop out of the play the night before the show. What? So how did I get her back? I came out of the closet. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. How did you, how did you do it? 
I came home and I said, you know, mom and dad, I know that you're very disappointed with me that I cut school, but I also wanted to let you know I'm a raging homosexual. Raging, (laughs) raging. Like, was she shocked? They cried. My dad cried. I was like, are you gay too? (laughs) Well, how old were you? I was 16, 17. And And the worst part about not being in Peter Pan was the girl who played the kangaroo couldn't see out of her mask, fell off the stage and broke both of her legs and I missed it. Oh my God, that's a crazy story. So you don't know regrets like I know. What's going on? Now, do you feel feel about Staten Island the way people talk about Staten Island? You know what? People people are very mean to me out here when they find out that I'm from Staten Island. You know, people are like, oh, you're from Staten Island. You're trash. I'm like, you're from Alabama. At least I don't fuck my cousin. So don't throw don't don't throw stones. And I will say, I live in the, my dad's an architect. My mom works for my dad. I can only imagine what goes on in that office when the door's shut. But you know, I lived a nice life. There's a lot of marble, a lot of granite, and I like nice things. So no, so people who call me trash, you know, you don't bother me where I live. You know, I, I just found out about this whole. I, someone did a, a little stand-up bit about Staten Island because I never knew that this, this prejudice existed. My boyfriend's from Long Island. I mean, that's enough. He he has a much more pronounced accent than you do, but I yeah. didn't know that this was this such a you know. A, it's it's really not right. I mean, it's it's like a it's a hatred towards people from Staten Island for no reason. Yeah, it's true, and a lot of us are like zoo animals, but I think that it gives us character. <laughs> and we do have a Staten Island dump. There's a dump there where a lot of bodies were thrown in by the mafia but i like you know i like all that stuff i like fur i think there's a glamour to it so i don't mind it i wouldn't mind it's drama yeah exactly yeah exactly i wish i had more mafia connections i don't (laughs) i could give you a a couple of my friends call me (laughs) so anyway um go on with the coming out story i know you're gonna say we gotta go but i want to just hear the rest of the story that was it that's why i came out of the closet and how uh, were your parents cried. after they cried? Did they become a, a, a graduate? Are you the only child or what's the deal there? I have a little brother. Yeah. Um, who thinks he's black? So my mom really has her hands full what? between the both of us. Yeah. It's, sh- oh it's, it's shocking. It's shocking out of the two out of all of us. I'm the one in therapy. But um, <laughs> yeah, they, you know, I think that she's come to terms. Does she really? I, I you know, they're very conservative. Catholic, so I think that like whenever I see somebody that like I find attractive, she's like, "Oh, I think he goes to your church." I'm like, "The church is Celine Dion." Like, so little things like that bother me. Like little things like that irk me. But I know all in all, she just wants me to be happy. But do I? You know, yeah. This is who I am. I wish I could change it, but I can't. So (laughs) now I just have to roll with it. No, no, don't change. I say fully embrace. Yeah, it seems like you are. I think I think you very much express yourself. Very quickly. Yeah, it gets me in a lot of trouble. Trust me, I really should work on talking less, but I can't. <laughs> All right. Well, if people want to find your work, where do they find you? Um, at your local rest stop. No, um, you can find, <laughs> the you can find me. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nikki Paris Bitch, which is my confirmation name. <laughs> no way. Really, Nikki Paris Bitch. Yes, I yes. love it. <laughs> Nikki and check Paris. out. I love you guys. Check oh. out that audio pride, uh, that audible pride special. I think it's gonna be great. Thank you. I cannot Will you wait. stick around and play a little more? Mom, don't ask that on our Patreon bonus episode with us. I'll stay here all afternoon. You don't even have to ask. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. And wait, if, if you and you should ask him now how he feels. Uh, hold on, hold on, my friends. If you want to hear this Patreon bonus episode, check it out at patreon.com/slash/sextalkwithmymom. We're going deep. 
into Nikki's personal life. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. And now, Nikki, how do you feel about talking about sex with my mom? I feel like I've cured all my problems, honestly. <laughs> I, I have to be I think I'm gonna get plowed once this is over. I think you cured wow. every I feel this is what I seriously I've had so much fun with you guys. We, seriously, oh. this is you guys have such a great dynamic and I, I feel like I'm a part of your family now. You, I do. It, it's oh, it's done. You. Gone. But you're part of it. You're part of it. It's done. We got the Official. yacht, we're sailing away. You're part of our sneaky freaks. That's what we call our, our special our special group of fans on Patreon, and here we go. Let's do it. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Let's Bye. Kisses. Was that an amazing interview with Nikki Paris? I enjoyed it immensely, in case you didn't realize that by now. The guy is freaking hysterical. I mean, everything that comes out of his mouth is a joke. It's it's unbelievable. It's one of those people that you can set him up, and you know he's going to deliver. I don't understand. I cannot... I don't come up with jokes in the same way he does. It's just he's rattling off these analogies, these metaphors. <laughs> like, Did you even uh, know who he was speaking about some of the time? Literally no clue who a lot of these celebrities <laughs> because are. Because you you're like not into that whole thing, but he's very into that whole thing. So it's, it was funny. It was fucking hilarious. I particularly liked his story at the end of how he came out. Oh, that was great. I thought that was very relevant. And that I, was great. And I liked how he talked about his parents. So it, everything was funny. I wanted to share with our wonderful listeners that if you'd like to support our show, please do. We got few few ads coming in. We could use your financial support. You can also get bonus content. You like Nikki Paris? You want to hear more? Check out our Patreon bonus episode with him. It gets even funnier. That shit is unreal. It is. It, and do you know what Patreon is? Maybe they don't know what Patreon is, by the way. Okay, hit it. So Patreon is a platform where you can support us by donating a monthly donation. It could be very nominal, like as low as five bucks, and it can go up to as much as 25 bucks, depending on your financial situation. But what you get out of it is you become an immediate member of our sneaky freak family. That's exactly it. And it's a very fun way for us to connect with you. And uh, it's, it really helps us out. So we, please consider joining at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Right. We have little uh, hangouts sometimes with just our patrons. So it's really fun to be a member. I also want to congratulate my mother and launch her freaking book. Oh, yeah. Fuck Games Date Cougars. Just so out now. Yeah. In case you were wondering... How I Became a Cougar, you will find it out there. There's personal stories. And there's also tips on if you want to date someone who's not in your age range. And it's not just for older women. It's not just for younger men. It's for everybody. You can find it on our website, sextalkwithmymom.com. That's where you can also check out our merch store. Ah, I didn't realize you can find it on our website already. Yes, if you go to sextalkwithmymom.com, you can find our patron. You can find my mom's new horny ass book. We can <laughs> you can find our merch store, which has dope fucking t-shirts, hats, hoodies, fucking iPhone cases, mugs. It doesn't have dildos yet, but hopefully one day it will. We can only wish. And now, if you don't if you don't have the cash to to help us out in any of these wonderful ways, or you don't want to spend your money on you know, supporting a mother and son who talk about sex all the time. <laughs> you foolish, like to take this foolish, take foolish this, thing if that's the case. But if you, you like to just freeload off this incredible, hilarious content and not expect to give anything back, if that's your style, 
and and we don't still and, love and your who, support. Yeah, and who are we to to criticize your style? But if you want to do something that doesn't cost you any money that will help us, go to ratethispodcast.com slash mom and do a little rating and review for us. We love when you leave us rating and reviews. Wherever you listen to this podcast, I wanted to read one from Pink Sam 24 that says, Love it. Love the podcast. Feel like it gives me language to talk to my own parents about sex. Plus, it's just an all-around good time. Thank you very much, Pink Sam. That's cool. I, I fucking am very uh, excited and motivated by the fact that this helps you talk to your own parents about the, about sex. Right. It's a hard topic. Yes, and bringing it back to our interview with Nikki Paris, he said he didn't have this kind of um, ability to talk to his parents, and he found it to be refreshing. So, Hopefully guys, he does now. He will, and you will. We're doing lives on Instagram every day at noon on days that we're not recording. Uh, so please follow us at Sex Talk With My Mom. Be part of the conversation. We love you very much. We do. And shall I sing a song for you? Sing us a song, Mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having sweaty sexies. Woohoo! I kind of planned in advance. You, it would have been better if you'd done the sex sweaties. No, it would not have been better if I did the sex sweaties. sweaties. Yeah, maybe maybe reverse them because that ends at the sweaties. Sweaty. Is that a is that a term? Sweaties. Birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having sex sweaty. No, I like mine better. All right. Yes. Well, yes. Text mom. Which one? Which version you liked better? We have nothing better to do with our life, you little sneaky freaks. Thank you for joining us. We love you so much. Talk to you soon. Thank Bye. you for listening. Love you. Bye. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply